Uh, I just believe in the process, and we're, we're going to win going through the process. Now, Bill's Mafia. It's time for the main event. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, Bills News with a UK twist. Joining Alex and myself, we have Bills, former Bills safety and cornerback, Aaron Williams. Aaron, thank you very much for joining us on this show. Absolutely, man. No, thank you for having me. Uh, this is awesome. Yeah, we'll say we love hearing um, hearing from former players and obviously getting that insight into your life as a Bill and obviously talk a little bit about the um, the current Bills. So Absolutely. it's amazing to, to have you on there. Um, off the bat, uh, for anyone in the Bills mouth who haven't been following you on Twitter um, and any social media, what have you been up to since since you retired back in 2018? Man, honestly, I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. Uh, it's been trial and error with me. Um, kind of, I'm in a little different situation. Every player is different. But for me, I left the game like suddenly, like out of nowhere. So for me, the game was, <coughs> like, I didn't want to be a part of it. Didn't want to be around it. So I was, you know, I went into LA and tried to be an actor and the modeling thing and uh, adventure out there. It was cool, but you know, really wasn't for me. Came back, tried. Um, so now I uh, mentor kids, uh, train high school, college athletes, sometimes pros, and yeah. um, travel to different like facilities and um, help them uh, increase their game better. And uh, and then just travel, man. Honestly, and just live. Um, that's about it. That's nice. And I, I like that because I, I, I coach myself um, youth football or youth soccer um, over yeah, here. I was just about to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I find it really, really rewarding to say I, I played, but um, I'm currently in the retired stage myself uh, at the moment. But I'm Different just levels love... too, wasn't it? Yeah. An NFL yeah, and grassroots. Hey, retire NFL. life is retire life, man. Yeah. As long as you're enjoying the life, man, that's all that really matters. Yeah. And I just, I think it's amazing that, that obviously you can do it, give your experience, college and actually um, an NFL to the next generation, inspire them, which I, I do as well. So it's really, really good to see that, let's say, coaching's not for everyone. Um no. Team. you seem to enjoy it try dabble other things and travel was it's amazing we should get you over to london one time I, I mean i would love it i mean i just honestly i want kids to to really you know reach their goals so if, i mean i kind of know the steps to kind of get there i'm not going to say it's, it's guaranteed but i mm -hmm. i kind of know how to get a better chance of getting there and to just help these kids out as many as 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 much as i can i mean that's that's my life goal for me so I'm glad that you're doing it as well. It's good to hear that um, that you guys are doing it on a on a different country and a different level. So, uh, but it's awesome that you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's take it back. Um, it's 2000 and 2011 NFL draft. Um, what was your draft day experience like, and um, <laughs> what was it like to actually hear your name being called um, by the commissioner? Man. All right. So. My, I got a crazy story. So nice. <laughs> I was supposed, <laughs> I was supposed to. I was told that I would be first round, eighty percent first round, twenty percent second round. So I was for sure like thinking, all right, I'm going first round. So I had this big. I didn't go to New York. I stayed in Texas. Had a big family friends um, draft party, draft watch party, and I'm talking about my closest friends. So I'm talking about people traveled from like the West Coast, East Coast, everywhere, and they all came. And so we're watching the draft, and I was, I knew I was going to be at least around, like, 19 above. So around the picks from 19 up, I was like, all right, I have to get ready. So I, uh, I knew four teams were interested, uh, Green Bay, New England, yeah. uh, Dallas, Dallas <laughs> Baltimore, and – uh, Pittsburgh. So uh, Dallas passed up on me and it was time for Baltimore. So I had, I had my hats lined up and I was like, I was getting ready to pick the hat. I was like, Baltimore, that's, I, I could see myself there. And I was like, I don't know anybody else in this 
uh, in this draft class that's like suitable for that type of defense. Hmm. So got my hat, but didn't like put it on. Um, the time is running down. Um, it went to zero and they extended the time. And I was like, oh crap. They're, I knew right then and there, they were deciding on who they wanted. And I knew it was going to be a defensive player. Uh, they ended up picking up Jimmy Smith. So I was so upset. I was <laughs> mad, but I still had Green Bay and Pittsburgh on, on like two, like a few picks ahead. So uh, Green Bay came or Pittsburgh came. I was getting ready for Pittsburgh. <laughs> it happened. They went with uh, Cameron Hayward and then uh, Pittsburgh or no, Green Bay came. I uh, can't remember who they picked. They passed up on me and I knew, all right, New England's my only chance to go first round. I have all these people, my closest friends, family, like I can't, this has to happen. I told these people uh, I'm going first round, you know, I don't want to disappoint my people. So New England came and they, uh, and they picked uh, another cornerback who went to Virginia. I can't remember his name uh, right now off the top of my head, but right there, I shat, like my, I thought my life shattered, man. Like, like my whole mood, my whole like uh, soul, soul in, in the dumps. And uh, so fast forward next day, didn't care about the draft. Didn't, I had another watch party at a friend's house with friends and family, but uh, a, a lot of my close friends, we went to play golf. So we went golfing the first thing in the morning. So they're asking me like, oh, who's going to call you? I said, man, I don't even care. I don't even talk about it. I didn't go first round. Like, let it be. Yeah. We're in the 18th hole. And right now it's about like two or three picks before, or it's about like 20 minutes before the draft starts. And we're supposed to head home. We finished the hole. We're on our way to the house. I don't, I'm not even paying attention when the draft starts, but as we're driving, I get a call and it's for 716 number. And I was like, but I always remember my injury said on draft day, I don't care what number it is. You answer it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I answered it. And I'm like maybe 15 minutes still from the house. The draft's already started obviously. And I had a call and it's buddy Nick's at the time, our, uh, our GM at the time. And, um, he had a, we had a conversation and he was like, are you excited to, to come uh, be a part of this organization? I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, in my mind, I've never seen a 716 area code in my life. So I'm like, who am I talking to? Oh, no. So, <laughs> so then um, we had a conversation. He gets my information. And then he finally says, well, um, welcome to being a bill. And I was like. At the end of the conversation. Yikes. Conversation, I was like, what? And I said, I appreciate it, sir. And then we hung up. Everybody's like, whoa, you got drafted. Who did you get to? And I was like, man, the Buffalo Bills. And we, they were we've like, heard that before. <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> and, and the reason why, and I'm not, not going to say the reason why is because through the whole draft process, Buffalo, we ne they never interviewed me. I never met the staff, never met the owner, never met Ralph at the time, never met any of their staff didn't work out with him. So it was really weird to like, see like how I became a bill, but um, the initial shot was like Buffalo bill, like what? And then I called my agent and he was like, yeah, they, they um, apparently they Dallas was wanting to pick me up, but uh, da or Buffalo was like, no, we want this kid. So I got the call. And then initially I was like, ah, Buffalo bills. But then I realized like I made my life goal. There's no reason to be disappointed on any team where you go, no matter like where it's at. Exactly. This is what you worked your life for and you need to appreciate the moment. So then I realized like what, what really just happened and like I teared up and then I like got to my parents' house or my friend's house where my parents were at. We all hugged and then, then we looked at each other, but we hugged and we looked at each other and we're like, the Buffalo though? And they were like, yeah, I was like, ah. <laughs> but it's gonna work out. So that's how that's how I, I uh, my NFL draft went. Um, it was very up and down roller coaster, um, yeah. which is which is how it's going to be for for all players. So, but I had a cool experience. So it was, it was very cool. So how did you <clears throat> get over that? But Buffalo, because I, I mean, for those of you, for the people listening, watching who didn't uh, read the Players Tribune article or haven't read it in a while, you write about that. So just tell me like how you overcame that stigma of ew buffalo man it honestly it was hard man because for the for those that understand like 
I was born in California, but I was raised in Texas. And for those who understand how what Texas is and how 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 it is here, man, we have our own set of rules. And like we eat, breathe, sleep, Texas. Everything is Texas. It's drilled in your brain. So I was so comfortable and and loved where I was at that it was really my first time like leaving the nest, if you if you want to put it, to another state, to another whole like different culture, different community. And I didn't, and I, at 21 years old, it was at that time, like I was so set in mind, like, man, I'm, this is not a city where I want to be in. It's not a place where I'm going to like thrive as far as like, cause I wanted to be like a star. And I was like, I don't think I could be a star here in Buffalo. So the first year I had an okay rookie year and the people were like, eh, he's okay as a player, blah, blah. But my second year was terrible. I'm talking about like worst defensive back in the NFL and I was in like, I didn't know what I was going to do. I thought I was about to get cut. So I still didn't like Buffalo, but it's still like people were still encouraging me to like be better. So then my third year, I balled out. And um, around that time, I was started being uh, really close with Fred Jackson. And I started being in the community more. And that's when I realized like the people there are just really amazing man like blue collar like hardworking, very nice very considerate like they don't they didn't know me but they welcomed me with open arms even after I was like man I don't even like it here this is not where I'm from Texas is where it's at they're like you'll understand like we'll let you like talk your talk but you'll understand like we are we're amazing people and then I just threw my ego and pride aside and just gave the city like a chance an opportunity and Dove in, met the people in the community, met a lot of people from the fire department, police department, the, the uh, mayor, and the people from Hamburg, Orchard Park, Tonawanda, Niagara Falls, and like they, it was like a fan, like I, I felt like I was back home in Texas. So right then and there, I was like, okay, now I can focus and just play. I know where I'm comfortable where I'm at, and then and that's where I kind of like skyrocketed in my performance. I started playing a lot better because I wasn't worried about what people were saying. I wasn't worried about like, I'm not at home in Texas. I don't want to be here. I was really focused and locked in. It's like, I need to do this for the city of Buffalo. So that's what got me though over the hump. It's just like putting my ego and pride aside and just giving the city a chance. Cause that's all you really, I mean, that's all I really heard was like, Buffalo is boring. There's nothing to do there. You know, there's, you got the Willis McGahee, uh, pre-game pre I heard you know there were a lot yeah, of comments right? I heard before I even got yeah. there so yeah I, I that kind of like got in my head a little bit makes but sense then I was like it's like I put it as like watching a movie like everybody can say like something about a movie but you yourself may have a different opinion if you go check it out for yourself yeah. so yeah. that's how I put it and I, I gave a chance and then like man that Buffalo's home for me man that's such a great I think, story I think Alex might want to know what's your favorite wing wing bar <laughs> all right honestly uh there's this place right literally if you go to the stadium it's like right on that strip uh but it's called big tree inn yes heard about it yeah yeah there's, it, there's, there's really no wrong answer like if you said anchor <laughs> bar it's not a bad answer but i just feel like i here's my thing and and this is only because i've experienced buffalo i feel like if you say anchor bar or duffs and don't get me wrong love those spots i just feel like that's a touristy spot for like that's a generic spot yeah. for you to say you know what yeah. i mean but if you if you live in buffalo like there are so many different buffalo uh there's so many wing spots that there's that you can name that i just feel like duffs and anchor bar are just like commercial i guess franchise i'll, I'll still do duffs like I'm, I'm i moved back home actually in january and uh right. duffs will be one of the top spots for me to go to yeah. when i get back but that's that's all right <laughs> um <laughs> All right. So I wanted to uh, transition onto the field <clears throat> um, and, and get your opinion about what's going on now based off the Texans game, uh, the, the Titans game, playing defense as yourself, uh, play action pass. Tennessee runs it 31% of the time and they get 11.3 yards per play on play action. You know, you got to focus on Derrick Henry, but they also got AJ Brown and Julio Jones in the, you know, leading up to the game, how play action seems impossible to me. How do you prepare for something like that? Um, like a team like that, you know, cause like, it's just, it, it could killed us. As, 
as as a safety looking if I was in the game in that type of situation knowing that we have a um uh impact player like Derek Derek Henry um you got to trust your linebackers you got to trust your front line to stop the run game so that because believe it or not like DBs we're not worried about the run game at all mm-hmm. like our our job is to stop the pass you know, if we don't stop the pass, then it is going to be a very long day. You can forget about the run game. Mm-hmm. So we it's just about trust. And, you know, it's unfortunate that, I mean, Derek, he's. <laughs> yeah, right. There are no words. He's <laughs> a customized, built player you play on Madden. Like, yeah, he is that guy. So, I mean, you just got to. You got to hold on and just hopefully <laughs> Calvary comes and, and helps you bring him down. Um. But you have to, for a team like that, you have to stop the run. Because if you don't stop the run, it's going to be a long day. Because then that's when the play action becomes, because then you're worried about the run. And you're so, you're you're faked out by the run by being so, like, aggressive that yeah. they're already behind you. And by the time you realize <clears throat> it's not a run, it's already too late. So mm-hmm. you just got to load that box up, man, and just just pray that front line is just on, on their P's and Q's that day. So that's yeah. what so that's what coaching is saying. They're saying, you know, like you as a as a as a, as a DB focus on the pass, don't bite. Is that what they're in the, the uh, yeah, let, let the linebackers handle it? Said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Because you gotta remember as a safety, we are the last line of defense. So if we're if we're if we're so tied up in the run, we gotta remember we gotta help our corners. Yeah, it is so hard to be a corner in the NFL to have all that space to have someone know where they're going without you knowing where they're going and you're backpedaling. Like if you put that concept, that's really hard. So of course I'm going to re- rely on my safety to have help in certain spots or in certain areas in the part of the field. But I can't do that if I'm worried about the run, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, come on. You um, yeah, I was just going to go into the, um, the I, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know what's you're good. <laughs> It's late, you know. I did a I did a, a workout session today, so I'm beat. So Man, I'm about to get one one in after this. So I, what do you I mean, it's nine o'clock. Oh wait, hang on. <laughs> yeah, we're on a different yeah. time. We're right? Um, I've always wanted to ask a player this question, uh, and I haven't had the opportunity to until now. <clears throat> Growing up, you have a team, and then you get drafted to probably not that team, right? Like, yeah. how do you become a fan of the city that you play for? But also, like, what happens? Do you root for that other team, like, in the back of your mind? Like, Man, how that, does that go? That 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 team didn't want you, so who cares? I like that, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. The exactly. team you gave you opportunity, and that's the only team you need to worry about. And when you play those other teams, you play, you know, your ass off to make them realize, you know, they should have picked you. And, that, I mean, that's how I put it. Some people may have other different, you know, mentalities, but – when I go as Buffalo, I was like, ah, Buffalo, dang. But the way I was raised, I'm loyal. So I was like, Buffalo, all right, bet. It's Buffalo. Yeah. You know, when I play Pittsburgh, I when I play Baltimore, I was like, all right, they're definitely going to get it. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they played around with me, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was – there's. I'm not going to say there are certain games that I put, like I focused on more or anything, but there, yeah. there were certain games I was it was more personal to me. Mm. So it, it made a little yeah. bit more of a fire in a way. But every game I played my hardest, don't get me wrong. But there was definitely certain games that were more personal than others. Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, you watched the um, the the Jordan documentary, right? He said like any little extra motivation. So these things exist. I get that, but like absolutely. I don't know. I could never let go of Buffalo. Like if I was a player, I mean, you know, I'm five foot seven, so that'll never happen. But if I'm a player, like I don't know how to let go of like that 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 childhood team. That's just crazy to me. That's well, hard. I'll put it to you like this. You'll let go of that childhood team if the other team's paying you millions of dollars. I was gonna say paycheck, right? Yeah. <laughs> paycheck comes in. You are not worried right, about other team. I promise you that. <laughs> so uh you said Pittsburgh, yeah, for, for your team. Um yeah. so was that a little bit extra going against them then? It's like, all right, you yeah, know, a little I, bit. I love you, you don't love me, let's go. It was a little bit. And yeah. it was it, and also because Coach Tomlin and I had a conversation when I when I visited them. And, you know, and shout out to Coach Tomlin, uh, a lot of respect. And for um, I have a lot of respect to him. And um, but he knew like he 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 knew like we joked when we got down to the, the meeting. He was like, yeah, I know you're going to bring extra heat when we play. And I was like, yeah, I'm just glad, you know, so 
I mean, I'm, they all understand, but it's, it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah. And, um, you know, whoever you get picked with, man, you got to ride with them. Mm. So does it ever, so they ever feel, obviously, you've mentioned that it's the, the Cowboys, the, the Packers, um, Pittsburgh Ravens, and the Patriots rubbish. Yep. Um, do you ever, do you ever, um, did you ever play with like a, almost like a, this, the chip on your shoulder type thing against them? Or was it just a case, as you say, just you, Buffalo's the team, Buffalo's who's paying you the, um, the big bucks, nothing else really matters. So it was really a chip on shoulder that these guys passed you up in the first round that you want to go out there and say, prove a point. Absolutely. I mean, it definitely, is a I mean, for 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 those that for those that that who are competitive and are passionate about this game and who are very competitive, yeah, I mean, I don't understand how it would not have a chip on your shoulder, but um, but for me, it definitely was like, especially for New England. And there's and here's the thing, no one knows it. This is the first time I say this. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> The reason why I was so fired up against New England, one, because I once I once I got drafted for Buffalo, I did my research and I and I and I realized what the rivalry was. And at the same time, there uh, I was playing against the greatest quarterback football has ever seen. Yeah. So on top of that, I, I mean, as much as we want to like not say it, it I mean, facts are facts. Yeah. He, no, he is. Yeah. And. Yeah. That put a fire that put a fire underneath me, and at the same time, I have my people at home that, that I have an opportunity to say I did this against Tom Brady. So that put a fire underneath me. I want the city to be proud of me. So that put another fire underneath me. And at the same time, I want my teammates to trust me and understand that I'm here for one reason. That's go out there and to get everything I have. So there's a lot of things. There's a lot of factors that you know give you motivation to to go out there and do better. But that's for me. Everyone has their different their different lists. Um, mm. but that was that was it for me yeah I mean spe speaking about um, quarterbacks want to get your take on Josh Allen is he's everyone's gonna have the opinion on that one one note would you have loved to have played against him and obviously with him just have uh, that on your resume yeah, definitely would have been I'll def look there's not a quarterback out there that I would not play want to play against uh, it could have been um, Michael Vick I did play against Michael Vick it could have been um Whoever, uh, Terry Bradshaw, who cares? I would have loved to play them. Um, but Josh Josh is a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback. And, man, sometimes the game just happens in, like, mishaps. I mean, the last play of that game, he slipped. I mean, to yep. be honest, yep. Simmons on, on the Titans did make a, a good play by blowing up the, the line, the line of scrimmage. But at the same time, if Josh Allen, who is – I don't know his measurements. I'm not going to try to make him up, but he, I'm guessing he's, like, big. at least 6'5". <laughs> yeah. Like, he's real big, like 200 and, like, 30, whatever. He's a big quarterback. Mm -hmm. So, for him to have, like, some type of traction and not have him slip, I'm sure mm -hmm. he'll can get – it was a half an inch, guys. Like, I don't understand. Like, you guys, it was that much to get the first down. So, the you know, Coach McDermott made the right call. It's unfortunate that he slipped and, you know, it happens. But – Josh is a great quarterback. He can throw. He can run. He can sling the ball. He's smart. His IQ is up there. He's just going to get even better. So mm -hmm. I, I I take my money uh, on Josh Allen versus anybody. I like anybody. it. So yeah, hot take. Well, not really a hot take. Is it? Yeah, we one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's just just take it back um obviously obviously reading your tribune article and obviously what you went through with the two serious injuries and all that um obviously with the cheap dirty shots um with with landry and all that how it shows obviously truth in it how humble and how great the character is um how how did your mentality prepare for that first game after an injury like that um Man, it was scary to be honest with you. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Um, I was ready, but at the same time, I was, I was, I was real nervous. Real, I, I, I was scared because mm. in this game of football, you just never know when when it could be that last play. Yeah, and I knew that 
during training camp, my goal was to get that first hit out of the way. If I can get that first hit out of the way and then like be fine, I knew, all right, cool. This season's going to be great. So my, my first thing was to get through training camp. So yeah. our, our first day of, of uh, the first scrimmage, like I'm talking like my heart was dropped to my stomach. Like I was nervous, butterflies, and I was just pacing. I couldn't really think because I was like trying to calm myself down because I was like trying to not remember how the, felt, how the hit felt. I'm trying mm. to push those emotions aside and focus on like what's at task. You know what I mean? Like focus on what the goal is at hand. And, and that's to do my job. That's to put people in position that is to, you know, make go out there and make plays. So I remember that first run play we had in, in training camp. I made that hit. Got up, you know, I got that, got that first little, you know what I mean? Yep. That little first yep. little, little zing, but I got up and I felt like normal. I felt fine. So I was like, oh, all right, bet. Cool. I, I can do this. So fast forward to like Miami game uh, or fast forward to the first game. I was ready. I was, there was no, there was no like nervous, like mm -hmm. anything. I was just ready to go right. And I guess that was uh, against Indy. So um, we won that game and yeah, it was great. So, I mean, fast forward to Miami and then, they, and then that hit, it was, I mean, you know. Yeah. 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 Is, we don't need to talk about that. Perhaps, yeah, perhaps. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really but, good insight because I think too often, you know, from our perspective, uh, you're just on the TV. You're not real people. So, like, to get insight like that, like, you see way too often on social, like, people are just too vocal, like, no consequences, saying too much shit. Like, if – insight like that you know humanizes the players in a sense that i think there's a lot more relatable so i i really like you know to to get that kind of insight so thank you for that yeah, absolutely man i'm, I'm look i'm here to whatever y'all what do y'all want to know man <laughs> well we, we know your youtube video you um you have youtube videos about tailgating obviously offer a glimpse on what it's like there um me personally obviously being in the uk i've still yet to go to a um a tailgate i've got um pinto ron and the um how a lot ready to hook me up so looking forward to coming out on there um is there any like crazy stories or things that stand out when you actually tailgate and especially with the um with the bills mafia oh yeah yeah there's tons i mean first of all there's a tradition now i know people in buffalo are going to be very upset that i don't know like the actual name so i apologize but there is a tailgate section I don't want to look at my phone around because we're, you know, recording. But <laughs> there is a part, there's a section in where you tailgate by the stadium where there's a guy literally that just, you're, you're, we, there's people on the bus and you're handed mustard and ketchup. Yeah. Pinto wrong. You're in the hammer's lot. Hammer's lot. Yeah. There you go. So, you know, I, as a player, guys, I've never experienced tailgate in my life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that was like my true like first experience of like what it is to like tailgate. So they asked me to go up to the like on top of the bus and like say a few words and then like that was it. But then they're like, hey, we want you to be part of this like this tradition that we do. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'll do it. They handed me mustard and, and <laughs> so I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing this. And then you know at the time it was me, Sean Merriman, and one other player. I can't remember who the other one was. But we were on top of the bus, and there was a guy, an older gentleman, and he yeah. was just like had his goggles on, <laughs> ready there, just looking. And there, was, yeah. there were other people, yeah, there were other people with us on the on the bus, and and the, there's a big crowd. Like it's not just like 20 people. I'm talking like there's at least a hundred plus people in like one yeah. spot, and maybe I could be, there could be more, but they count down five, four, three, two, one, and then we literally just like drench him and and mustard and ketchup and i do it i'm like ah but in my mind i'm like what's the point i don't, I don't understand <laughs> what i'm doing right now <laughs> but i did it um that's one of them and then another one um i was gonna say aaron do you know the effects alcohol has on people right that's why we <laughs> do the things that we do <laughs> bro y'all come up with some interesting games there's another one where you you like take this is disgusting now i'm thinking about it because we're in covid but you take a shot out of out a bowling ball out of a bowling ball and you drop it and you take another i don't know but i was but people like 
it's just like handing yep. it around. Yeah. And I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to clean that. that yeah, that, that part right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, you walk around, man, and there's just very like there's interesting like drinking games that you can go. But not only that, like like beyond the drinking games, it's like it's very social, like people welcome you and like there's food, tons of food everywhere. And the camaraderie like the people have, just the people, like the locals and then on, on game day, it's it's a it's a feeling that you can't really describe. You just have to be there. Like I can yeah, say, yeah. like, oh, it's a great feeling, like it's special. You feel like your family, but like you really want to understand until you actually get there. But it's an amazing feeling. I feel like everyone like in the world should experience like a Buffalo tailgate if you ever experience I was not looking forward to this question because man, I, I miss it. Oh, I want it. Oh, <laughs> I miss it so much. Yeah, the, t- the tailgate is a, it's a different world. And, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because this is how I know tailgates. I'm not going to say tailgating started with Buffalo, but this is how big the tailgating is in Buffalo. Other teams are trying to compete with us on, on tailgating now. Like you see yeah. on like ESPN, other teams, got nothing. To, like other I'm a, I, everyone stop. Okay. You're not going to outdo us. It's just it's impossible. Okay. Like we're just bred differently on it, on that different level. Like it, it's just different. <clears throat> All right. So let's, uh, let's pivot away from football a bit. Um, I've seen you on Twitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, so call of duty multiplayer, right? Uh, Call of Duty multiplayer, uh, Rebirth, Warzone. Um, yeah, that stuff gets intense. All right, it's no joke. It's no joke at all. What's more intense, game day or Call of Duty online? Oh man, (laughs) I got to really because I don't think people understand like. Like I rage when I like when mm-hmm. I lose, I yep. rage. Yes. There are anger and feelings I've never felt before playing video games. Yeah, man. Like obviously, like the game of football is intense, but like losing to a 12-year-old, it makes you <laughs> inside yep. just boil, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. So I'm a and they I'm get to talk like, after, just that's yeah. not right. That's not right. And for those that for those that are, are really young. And, and are living in this time where we have to watch what we what we say nowadays. When we grew up, like when I grew up, there were no filters, okay? <laughs> there were grown men. I was around like 16, 15, playing like online games and there were grown men t- like saying the most outrageous things I've ever heard in my life. It was funny though. Like it was like, <laughs> right? it was like one of those like, out, I was like, Oh, that's a good insult. I'm gonna have to use that next time. But but now, but yeah, like losing, and then you hear a little kid like, Yeah, I just got you. Like, come <laughs> on, that really grinds my gears, bro. I hate losing. Yeah, I I can't go, I can't go for more than like two hours at a time now. Like I'm I'm a, I'm almost 35. Like I can't do that no more. Gotta take a break, man. Gotta yep. take a break. Right yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> do y'all play? Like if you don't mind me asking. Um, I do Halo. Used to. Hey, I sucked at Halo. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was one of those things. Like, I imagine for Call of Duty, you, you're no, you're not just good. You gotta like, you gotta you really yeah. do. Gotta play. It took the me game. like two years to get good at Halo. Literally got yeah. consistent. I mean, I, I mean, that goes for anything. But yeah. like, literally, the game, you just can't pick it up and just mm-hmm. yeah, be great. But yeah, but it's it's years of Halo. So <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Halo's hard, man. It's very like quick, fast. Like I don't know, it's hard. I can't do Call of Duty. I'm so bad at it. It's just I feel like the one shot. Harder. I feel like Halo is a lot harder. I don't know why. I, I'm not. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I, I gave up my gaming a while ago. I should. I should yeah. really get back in. Smart man. It. You're smart man. You're you're, you're, you're better than man. both of us. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm sure your, your blood levels are, are normal and very <laughs> unlike ours. So 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 so. He's got kids though. So like I don't know about you, but uh, like, I don't have kids. So. Yeah, I don't have kids. I don't yeah. know about that. Sorry. That's different. That's that. Um. So. I'm going to end up on a, um, on a little fun note. Uh, I'm going to do a quick, um, I, I ask this to all the um, ex-players that come on and obviously inspired by Christian Wade, we're going to do, um, see how your knowledge of British rhyming can cockney rhyming slang. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> I'll make him. I'll make him easy. I'll okay. make him no, easy. no, 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 no. Let's go. Yeah, right, let's here we go. go. <laughs> I need the good All one. Right. Let's get it. Barnet Fair. Barnet Fair. Yeah. I don't know why I just try to say that with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> Barnet Fair. Barnet Fair. Um. Um. Man, is it like a fair? I don't know. Is it like like a like a festival? Like a fair? Nope. I don't know. I've been here four years. I haven't even heard that one. Uh, Bonnet what? fair is hair. Is it yeah. a specific kind of hairstyle? No. Yeah. So you if I go to you, so oh, you have a very, you have a good you can, bonnet. You can hair even shorten it to say bonnet. Okay, I so get you, bonnet. I like your yeah. bonnet. Yeah, I like your bonnet fair. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I like your bonnet. Okay, all right. Next one. All right. Um, Jack Jones, as in I've been sat here on my Jack Jones. On my ass? Nope. Damn. <laughs> I don't know this one either. Alone. Oh, that's sad. Wait, wait, why is it Jack Jones? Oh, was he a lonely guy? Is he a singer? And he's he read a lot was, of lonely yeah. songs, yeah? I don't know. Um, how about Adam and Eve? Oh, is that? No, I ain't gonna say it. Hold on, let me get. I think let me, that I, I got. I think Christian. I, did we cover this one previously, Matt? Not with Christian. No. Okay. Think, no. All right. All right. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me really think about it because I don't want to say the wrong thing. And, and oh wait, Christian. no, it's more of a rhyming thing, Aaron. Yeah. I know okay. what this is. It's more of a rhyming thing. Rhyming. Adam and Eve. It's not. You know. Yeah. You take, I, okay. <laughs> take the last part of it, and that should rhyme. Yeah. I would say I don't Adam and Eve it. Oh, you don't need it? No. Close. You don't want? You don't? Uh, uh. Spare him, Matthew. Believe it. Believe. I don't Adam and Eve it. I don't believe. I don't hey, believe it. Adam and Eve it. I don't know why that's a thing. But... Why, is it, why is that Adam and Eve, though? <laughs> is it like when you're angry? Um, yeah, when do you no, say it? Not really. You said, no. said I can't. I can't add me. What's going on right now? No, just generally. All right. Generally. <laughs> All right. Um, Interesting. Ap apple and pears. Apple and pears. Alex might know this one. I think we did this with Christian. Apple yeah. It's gonna... Like, like if you say like nice, like nice apples, you saying like that? Like, give me, give me a context. Or, yes. Up, up. I'm going up the apple and pears. The stairs? Yes. Hey, let's go! <laughs> Why apples and pears, though? That makes no sense. It's, it's, it's Cockney. We're, we're, we're different on that end of the um, at that end of London. Okay, oh. apples and pears. Okay. Um, I've got probably do another, I've got another couple. Um, trouble and strife. You're frustrated? It's Everyone probably has one partner. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> so, so I, I, I would I would say my wife is trouble and strife. Trouble and strife. Why? That's so mean. Uh... <laughs> I'm not gonna use that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she doesn't watch our show, but like, still. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's really old English. That's. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> for sure. Um, butcher's hook. Come on, man. Butcher's hook. We have two of them. Eyes. What do we I'm do with our eyes? You look. Are you staring? You're looking. Like when you're or... looking at a girl or something. Look. Just look. Just, Just look. Butcher's hook. Look. Okay. Give Give us. Give me a sentence in that one. I need a. Um, I am taking a butcher's hook right now. I'm butcher's hooking right now. Okay, so like when you're out with your mate, looking. you're like, I'm butcher's hooking that one. Yeah, or no, just say like butchers. I'm but just, um... Okay, yeah. So if I go over there, I'm like, hey, 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 hey. I'm butcher's yeah. over that one. Yeah, that... <laughs> there it is. All right, okay. All right, yeah, you're getting it. <laughs> okay. And then um, dog and bone. I heard this one. I heard dog and bone. But I... I definitely heard this one, but I don't really know it. Well, now you got to know it. <laughs> well, don't tell the phone? the phone call. Yeah, phone. Well, that ain't right. Phone, phone. 
I'm about to dog this phone. Like what? I'm about to dog hey, this phone. Like how you pick up, how, pick up the dog and bone. Pick up the phone. Pick up the dog and so if the like okay, so if I'm with you and your phone rings, I'm like, hey man, pick up the dog and phone. Dog and bone, like, yeah. Yeah, pick up the dog and bone. <laughs> you know what's funny? You say that fast. It sounds like you're saying pick up the phone. Dog and bone, pick up the phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. Um, the last one which I like to do with Alex quite a lot is uh combined. I'm going for a Rosie Lee and a Ruby Murray. A drink? What kind of drink? Oh, was that? Oh. It's, uh, it's, I'm like think, a, it's not a mixed, I'm, it's not alcoholic. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the most say. British drink ever. It's garbage what? water. Garbage water? Did you Have you seen Ted Lasso? That's what he calls it. No, but you need to show me that after this. But anyways, <laughs> what, what's... Rosie tea? Lee, cup of tea. What? I like cup of tea. Oh really? I can't. I, I try. I try every, you know, every now and then. I try and get into the tea thing, and I'm. No, just- I don't. I'm not really a tea guy because you know I'm. Not, everybody's gonna laugh at me in, in in London or UK wherever who listens to this. But like breakfast or English breakfast and green tea is like only ones I kind of drink. So I don't know if that's bad. Yeah, or good. Fair enough. That's fair. You know, but it's it's a starting point, it's, y'all. Yeah. So don't. don't Whenever I go out, they're like, "You would want some tea?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." English breakfast. They like, they know I'm American, so like, you get the English breakfast. You don't get the yeah, good stuff. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'm okay with um, that. The last one is Ruby Murray. It's a food. Spicy. It's a spicy food. Is that what you're calling it? It's a spicy food. All right. I'm not gonna guess because I might get it. So we'll just let Aaron take it. No, you gotta guess it. Uh, I was gonna say Indian food. Yeah, yeah. It's Indian food. I'm so glad you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're good, bro. You're way better than I am. Curry, Ruby Murray curry. Curry, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah. I, you know what? I've only had that one time, and boy, yeah. I, I like to I like to compare. Like I don't know how it is in Texas, but like when you think takeout, you think Chinese food. Like here, it's Indian. Like that's like it's it's on the same really? level. Mm-hmm. There is no good Chinese restaurant in my town at all. It's only the, there's five good Indian joints, there's two Chinese joints, and they're just not very good. Hey, I'm um I go hard with the Chinese food. Yep. The Asian food, <laughs> I go hard with it. Like I can I can't live without it. But. Gotta say, man, if you I was never into Indian either. I I love it. I'm gonna try and find a a joint in Buffalo that's like legit. Like it's so I good. Want- I need Curry's to try it again. so many different flavors. It's great. I, I need to try it again, honestly. So I need to try it. Yeah, too. get a good place. Hey, if you don't uh, mind me asking you, go for uh, it. Uh, or Matt, have y'all been to a? Uh, obviously, Matt, you've been to a soccer game, but obviously, you've been to. Yes, like I support Arsenal. I've been to one of their matches. Yeah, your Arsenal guy, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Go Gunners, Matt. What are you? West Ham. West. What? West Ham. Okay. So what were you boys. expecting? Um, honestly, like Chelsea or, or Arsenal. Yeah, I kind of get Arsenal. So you're Man, you? Man City, none, none of them. Oh, oh, oh. Nope. So here's the thing. Here's the comparison I like to say. Like <clears throat> growing up in Buffalo, like blue class, hardworking, like Man City's got that money. So I was never gonna come close to Man City. Uh-huh. Like, um, <clears throat> I got on board with Arsenal when they were like bad. <laughs> like that's how I picked my team. So bad. So like they had their like they're like the Bills in a sense. Like the, in the early two thousands, Arsenal had their Premier League championship. They were good, and then I started following them when they're like they could barely crack the top five. So like mm-hmm. you know that they became my team like that. Nice. But Matt, I mean you West Ham till you die, right? From birth, yeah. From birth, mm-hmm. family location born a mile from the ground so west ham from birth till death now alex <laughs> you have you ever been to a soccer game like in like the states mm, no well high school doesn't count right <laughs> no, no, no 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 like an mls or like no i've never been to an mls game no okay i just always wanted to like what's it like compared to like what's it like compared to like a, a bills game all right so at a bills game you know how they do the chant during kickoff just like yeah. the humming yeah, yeah. Imagine that all game. Cause they're just 
like Arsenal, we got like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine songs. Players have their own jingles. You have songs against other teams. It's just constant cheering and singing. It's unbelievable. I love it. I like, I watch soccer all the time. And just like, I look at the crowd, I'm like, yo, they are still going. going. It's like, you think they would like take a break or anything, but like, no, like it is. They can't even drink. There's no alcohol. Wait, what? You can't bring it to the seat. Yeah, you can uh, drink in. Yeah, you can drink in the concourse. Inside, but no, you can't bring it seat. to your seat. So, like, if you you either watch the match or you drink, you can't oh, really do both. Oh, wow. Or like, you got to pound like four beers at halftime or something. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a <laughs> it's a workout almost. Oh, I gotta experience it, man. I got to. I got to. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll try and hook you up when you come over. Well, yeah. you will. I'm, I'm almost gone. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, just saying, November 7th, we're hosting a big party for the Jags game. Hop on a flight, November 7th, London. You know, why not? November 7th, London. Hey, I've always wanted to go to London, not going to lie. Well, yeah. what better well, time? What is, what is, uh, what did, what did Marv say? Right? <laughs> Where else would you rather be? Well, you're right. Well, <laughs> you're right. Oh, if, you fa- if you fancy it, just just give us a give us a head up, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll sort it all out. Matt, yeah. do you want to hit him with the uh, rapid fire for his uh, the Bills teammates yes. questions? Yeah. Yes. Do we'll it. do this, um, and then we'll be done. It's um first one is the best trainer, so the best per- player that actually um trained in the gym. No, on the field. Okay. In the gym, anywhere, anywhere in the in the facility. Like most the best trainer. The, yeah. the most fit. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna actually have to go with Chris Hogan on that one. That guy is a gym rat, and like, he was, yeah, always. Man was always working out his arms. To, <laughs> honestly, so I'm gonna have to go with Chris Hogan on that one. You hit him with the glamour muscle, okay? Yeah, Ouch. He, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one, I'm flipping it. I may, may throw someone under the bus. I may throw under the bus. Who was the worst? Uh oh. He gone the fit. Who was the worst? I had this question not too long ago, actually. I still, who was the worst? Like, on man, I don't really have a really worse. Um, who was like, you know, had like their their days and whatnot? Who would say they did twelve reps but only did ten? It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those. Okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I never really had a like a like a worse teammate because you know. I don't, yeah, I never. I had to think about that. Let me think about that, and then I'll come back to you on that. Okay. So the the funniest teammate. Man, the funniest teammate I've ever had. That's hard because we've had some jokesters. Preston Butler is one of them. He is hilarious. He was a DB for us. Um. Who else? Um, oh, oh, what was his name? He was our running back. Um, come on, Dub. Don't do this to me right now. Tashar uh, Choice, the most yes. hilarious okay. really? player I have ever been around in my entire life. Hilarious. So I picked Tashar Choice. All right. Interesting. Nice. Um, the most or the troublemaker? Me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you're, yeah. you're pranking dudes in the locker room then. What was the worst thing you ever did then? Um, well, I mean, when, when you're a rookie, you're going to get pranked. So, I mean, mm, the worst yep. thing I ever done to a rookie was probably Besides his haircut, like probably grab. Oh yeah, oh, one rookie. I literally grabbed every single item from his from his locker, including his his um, cleats, his helmet, everything. Yeah. Threw it in the cold tub. Ooh. R- right, right before practice. Before practice, I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so he had a cold practice for that one. I will. I will say one of my pranks I did for the thing. I don't know if you've ever used deep heat. Like his um, it's like, like a spray. Yeah, it's like a little spray to try and help um, so, alleviate muscles. So, all right, quick funny story. Oh man, I ain't gonna say the name because I don't want to air him out like that. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> but there was a certain DB during my career on the on the Bills. So, 
We won't guess. We won't. Don't worry about it. You're not gonna. You you won't probably won't guess. Okay. But I have the roster up right now. Don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> you can go ahead. And, yeah. So there's a certain DB that he always put icy hot on his hamstrings because he felt like his hamstrings need to always warm up, right? So he when he would be talking, he was one of those guys that was very social, like like all oh, his jokes around. So he's not always aware of like what he's doing sometimes. So puts icy high and he's, you know, hamstring joking, ah, joking around. Da, da, da. And he like rubs like his growing area. And then like, and then like keeps, keeps going, puts his pants on, da, 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 like gets dressed for practice. And then right before we're going to like the field, he's like, he's like, bro, what is like, why is my, why is my like yeah. lower area getting hot? Yeah. And he looked down and realized, oh, no. like, oh bro. Yeah. That was, that was the prank. That's the prank I did. I had deep spray. Oh. I sprayed it in their underwear and when they pulled it out, that was, that was them gone. Mans was walking weird the whole day, <laughs> the whole day. And um, it was, yeah. So that, that's probably one like, one of the like weirdest things I've ever seen. <laughs> and the last last question is the one guy you would actually um go for a pint with. Just one guy. On the team? On the team. That I haven't already? No, like, who was like your who was your who was, you know, like ultimate? a barmate? Yeah. The ultimate the ultimate the, teammate, oh. the ultimate guy that you would actually you ride and die. Does it have to be a teammate? Um Preferably, yes. <laughs> Who was my barmate? <sighs> Man, there were a few because I I've had every year was different. But man, who was always with me? Had it been man, this is taking too long because there's so many. <laughs> so I, <can> <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong name and then hit me up like, oh bro, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. <laughs> Uh, but off the top of my head, man, I would have to say, honestly, man, Nick Barnett was one of my barmates, honestly. Uh, Nick Barnett was a, line, a linebacker for linebacker, us. Linebacker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Came from Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Really, um, really amazing dude. I still talk to him to this day. We actually just got done playing um, Call of Duty together. But, right. but yeah, so yeah, Nick, Nick Barnett, definitely one of my um, awesome. bar to the bar. Awesome. So, I mean, Aaron, thank you for for coming on, spending yeah, time yeah, chatting chatting with us. For for all the Build Mafia, if they are not already following you, and that anyone wants to follow you, where can they find you on your socials? So, uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, it is uh, AJ Williams twenty three. Uh, that's a AJ Williams, and then the number is twenty three. Um, I'm about to do uh open up a youtube channel i don't have that information yet so keep an eye out on my twitter and ig um and yeah that's pretty much all you can find me awesome awesome so aaron thank you very much for joining me and alex and um we wish you uh all the best with your with your twitching your gaming i appreciate it man thank you guys for having me it was an amazing time i had a, a great time in talking to you guys and everything awesome thanks man cheers bye yeah, thank, thank you yeah, not us. Not us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Those on three. One, two, three. Yeah.